Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of The Art Tenders. I'm Danny Lavelle. I am joined, as usual, by my co-host, Mac Welch. And I'm actually here this time. This is the very first time where we are in the same room. It's yes, I, we can look at each other's eyes in a sort of special kind of enkindling way. And uh, it's magical because this whole time we've had to do it through Zoom and now we don't have to. Who the hell taught you the word enkindling? I don't know. I probably learned it from some capacity, probably a show or something. I don't know. I don't go through the dictionary. But... Whatever. This week, um, so hopefully, you know, it'll be a little bit better. And of course, yes, uh, yes, Max Professionalism, Mac Welch, before I even discuss what we're on about, uh, he goes ahead and just takes off his jacket and he slinks back into his chair. Uh, yeah. And I can commentate on all of this, which is great. But this week, we'll be discussing the movie 42. Uh, and the reason why I chose this movie for this week uh, was a mixture of the times that we're living in as well as not terribly long ago, Chadwick Boseman lost his life. And just before we started this podcast, I actually wrote a little bit of an essay of sorts that I'm going to read aloud. Uh, I'm not usually one to write, but uh, here I am. It's rare that we can so confidently point at an athlete in their particular sport and say that Take a good look. Remember their face and remember their name. They are the most important individual to ever walk in their game. Sports almost never ask for less than the best from their athletes, but in a physical manner. Since ancient times, we yearn for Herculean performances. We sink our teeth into it all, and now we wear the jerseys, the caps, the shoes, the face paints. The game started the moment we stepped onto land in our bipedal forms. I bet I could do this better than you can. I can climb that. I can kill that. I can win that. Yet the act of saying something through this lens is an act still foreign to many spectators. Only two years ago, Delora Ingram told LeBron James, arguably the face of the National Basketball Association, to shut up and dribble. Athletes attain platforms because we keep that strong eye on them. And because of their physical aptitude, we assign value to what they have to say. It is the nature of how we perceive sports. Focus breeds value. And yet, when LeBron James spoke his mind to the ongoings of American culture and politics, it was assuredly not the first time such a prolific figure in sports history offered their own two cents. For over a century, the United States have come into contact with incredible players who set out not only to win, but to make a statement. The tale of the athlete is as rich as and ingrained as the tale of the sports. They provide their own means in the way they see fit, either on or off the playing grounds. Famously, Tommy Smith and John Carlos raised fists, opposing black oppression back home. Muhammad Ali drove his feet into the mud and refused to go to war with Bill Russell, Jim Brown, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar having his back. The 1906 Olympics, Peter O'Connor, Playing for Great Britain and having won the silver medal, climbed up the flagpole and unraveled the flag of his home, Ireland. And that certainly wasn't the last interaction a player had with the flag they represent, because what the flag represented, they believed, did not represent them. Mahmoud Abdul Rauf, Tony Smith, Carlos Delgado, Colin Kaepernick. But sometimes, the most beautiful transpires, and we cannot help but stare in amazement. An athlete transcends making a statement and instead becomes one. Billie Jean King and Jesse Owens were such. 
Athletes like them had something to prove, and only in their game, in that moment, would their messages be sent. And perhaps most famously, Jackie Robinson was such a statement. Maybe. Maybe Robinson was the most important player to walk the face of this earth. Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Moses Fleetwood Walker, Ted Williams, Kurt Flood, John Montgomery Ward, Roberto Clemente. Names remembered, whether for their contribution on or off the field, or perhaps greatly remembered for both. We talk in grade school about the likes of number 42. Not only having the wicked shaken their cleats for the change to come to the score of the ball game, but the change to the complexion of its future. The moment he stepped onto that field, oh, how the floodgates opened. And what beautiful water that came rolling in. The number 42 is the only number retired throughout every team in the MLB. The sacrifice through Hellfire decades ago gave so many other opportunities today. We should never forget Jackie and the bravery it took to embrace the thing he loved when so many were out to hate him. The love he had for the game and his people gave strength to the courage he had. He is, to say the least, one of a kind, and in many more ways, a hero. We had some interruptions in the middle of that essay by uh, my roommate's dog, uh, Coda. <laughs> Let's all take a moment and say hi to Coda. Hey, Coda. Hi, Coda. Um, but yeah, I, I wrote that essay because I was really thinking to myself, like, there are so many athletes to occur, to happen, to, to go through their craft, their sport. Man, she is having a field day out yeah, there. Yeah, there's an issue. There's a serious issue taking place. I, I mean, she's either having a good time or a bad time. It's really hard to tell. But uh, very extreme, whichever one it is. Yeah, no, it's, it's dire circumstances. <laughs> Um, Stakes are high. And luckily, you know, I'm sure you came to this podcast in order to uh, observe such <laughs> professionalism. Um, but there was something, especially when I was watching the movie 42, that stuck out to me that it, we that might have been the most important ball player ever. And like the other ones that I listed are in the conversation, sure, but it's it's hard to look at anyone else with, I mean, such a prolific impact. She's having a good time. I don't understand. It's yeah, crazy. It's, it's not bad. It's good. Yeah. Um, I, I, in, in, in response to that, I think that uh, they're... When we're talking about the best of yeah. all time, that's I think that's a different question, but in terms of most important, like you said... Uh, yeah, I, I I don't see how it's not Jackie Robinson. Yeah. The, for, it, like, and maybe, like, in the debate for one of the most important across all sports. Oh, yeah, uh, certainly. Uh, in terms of his, like, actual performance, I, for, my God, she, um, I looked at some stats of Jackie Robinson, and yeah. there is an advanced analytic that they use in baseball called, called WAR. Uh, WAR translates to win above uh, replacement. The idea of that is... If a player has a higher war, that essentially means like that's the game's won because that person was playing on that field. I see. Right? Um, it's a lot of math to like approach. Is war an acronym or is it like the card? Yeah, game yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's not the card game war. It is it is wins above replacement war. Fantastic acronym. Uh yeah, it's a great acronym. <laughs> Someone was clever. Um, so you, you're gonna see uh some some of the war leaders. Um 
be extremely high at, at most 12 and like Babe Ruth has like the first three I'm showing Mac as we speak um and we're seeing like for example Babe Ruth has the single largest war in one individual season with 14 he essentially won 14 games for I believe he was playing with the Yankees at the time right um and these are all really impressive numbers there are a lot of players that have an extremely high war and i know um this is the most exciting conversation i'm sure uh and i lie when i say that but jackie robinson had his highest war in an individual season in 1951 with 9.7 and even though there are i'm sure there was back then over 160 games in a season um to go out there and make a difference that large is incredible like it wasn't the fact that Jackie Robinson was going out there and breaking the color barrier um and just because he was there but also above it all he was a fantastic baseball player um that you can't knock um wow that you can't knock him for not being great because he is at the same time one of the greats yeah oh yeah for sure and and there's um yeah, I, I I love the way you said that. Uh, the that he wasn't he didn't just break the color barrier. He he was fantastic. And 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 the crazy thing is is that he had to be like it it, yeah. it, it wasn't a matter of. And that was something like like maybe one of my grievances that I had with the movie yeah. is that it didn't really touch on the fact that it's not necessarily that it was like a marketing ploy or something. It was that. Jackie Robinson. Not like they were trying to look for a black athlete. It was that, that name, Jackie Robinson, was genuinely the best baseball player in the world at that time. They needed Jackie Robinson in order to compete. Or one yeah. of the best times, sorry. Um, and so they needed to get Jackie Robinson and 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 it didn't and he was so good that it did not matter. Right. Uh, and I think that's one of the more interesting uh, points that the movie gets to, which I appreciate, is that not only do they need Jackie Robinson to perform well on the field, um, but we saw the character of Branch Ricky, I believe his name was, um, mentioning that not only would he be a great player, um, but he would also be a player that could very well break that barrier, knowing that uh, as well as it was a sort of marketing ploy as, as well to get other black individuals to come and watch the games. And if they see a black individual playing in the major leagues, maybe they can get more tickets that way. Because people, and if anything too, people, what I, what was interesting that the movie showed was that people weren't going to stop coming because Jackie Robinson started playing in the major leagues. Instead, or at least how the movie depicted it was a lot of people were still coming regardless whether or not he was playing and then maybe even more so so they could berate him um and insult him and try to get him off the field then more people were bound and determined just to get to that game to have that opportunity um and i think one one moment in the movie that does a good job on that too uh is the sort of the start of racist thinking right like how it's passed on from generation to generation and we see it uh i think it was a game against the cincinnati reds um where jackie is on first base he's not playing first base he is on first base as a runner um and we see a kid 
uh, looking at his father, and his father is yelling at Jackie, calling him the N-word repeatedly, and so the kid, thinking it's the right thing to do, follows in his footsteps. Um, so I, I appreciate the movie for doing that. Um, what was there any particular moment that the, that you appreciate the movie for like showing light to and sort of the reality of what was going on? Um, perhaps you know during that time. Yeah. Um... There were a lot of really clever examples, like you were saying, of... Um, I, 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 the, the, the most impressive part is that it showed racism as a spectrum, yeah. rather than just, um, like, everyone has the same beliefs, all the white people say the same shit. It, it's that there was, there was, like, different levels of it. Yeah. Um, like that, even whenever uh, when he first when he first hit his like first home run, he got back to the dugout and nobody shook his hand. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Or or like for like for instance, like the very first time in the movie where a white guy is actually willing to stand up for him, like yeah. one of his like teammates. Yes. And he and he gets up in, in in the other guy's face and and he like like stands up for Jackie. And the second mm-hmm. he gets back to the dugout, Jackie's like, "Thanks." And then he, the guy was like, "I mean, what am I gonna do? You're my teammate." And like. That like that, yeah, he was like I. I he I did the right know. thing, but sort of for the wrong exactly. reasons. Exactly, like, like not the uh, wrong reasons, but right. like certainly not the right reasons. He was able to look at Jackie Robinson and be like, "It had nothing to do with, with the you." Fact that, yeah, we, yeah, we, with with the fact that I don't think you're like just absolutely the most disgusting person because j- just because of the color of your skin. Yeah, it was it it was simply because I am a fan of baseball and this is how you play baseball and this is my team. Yeah. Um, what were your immediate first impressions after watching the film? What was your main takeaway? Um, I think that, uh... Did you enjoy the film? Let me say that. I enjoyed parts of the film. Yeah. In that, um, the film is more of a, like, series of vignettes. Uh-huh. Um, it is kind of set up like it it'll, it'll 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 take you through like these little like these tiny like mini stories of like throughout Jackie's life. There are very few plot lines. <laughs> I'm going to have to stop. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> so <funny. laughs> because so uh, to explain uh if you can't hear it I'm sorry for derailing. Um but <laughs> but Coda in the background is just so keeps biting on something uh, squeaky, uh, uh, and then uh, my roommate yelled out "my be," uh, but it's perfect. Um, but you were saying like parts of the movie succeeded, and it seems like parts of the movie did not I, succeed. I think, I think that was a perfect moment. I I did not write that for the world. Um, but the uh, yes, so the uh, there were far too few plot points that were followed that yeah. that 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 I got to actually um hook on to and keep up with um because there was so much grabbing onto things and then letting it go and then grabbing onto things and then letting it go and like we were talking we've been talking about avatar for so long yes um but it, like in avatar they they grab things and let them go in order to revisit revisit them later like they'll they'll bring those characters back right yeah, yeah yeah a sort of callback yeah right and with with 42, that's not really how it works. It be, Because they're bound to history, because they're bound to, like, this is what actually happened. Yeah. Instead of finding the, the things that that were consistent in Jackie's life, they just showed you the Jackie Robinson story. Yeah. Which, 
even though is a fantastic story, don't get me wrong, there there are plenty of fantastic documentaries about Jackie Robinson. Yeah. But like in in, in terms of storytelling, I think that there there like they 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 could have maybe used his his wife a little better. Um mm-hmm. or they could have used uh I mean Branch Ricky was okay, but it was like you just kind of got him like every every once in a while for like like a like a minute like a single minute yeah. or like a, like two minutes. I, I think a way to describe it is that even though these characters were actually people, um, I don't think the movie did the best job in actually representing them as people as individuals. Right, the only yeah. I person we got that for was Jackie Robinson. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, and like I don't think I think Chadwick's. Bo- Chadwick Boseman's uh, performance in this movie is really solid, um, but into my sizzle serve, mm-hmm. I think this movie is saved, honestly, um, by the moment that when Jackie Robinson, after getting uh, yelled at and oh, insulted yes, by yes, Ben yes. Chapman, yep. that he's in the tunnel, and he starts banging his bat and breaks his bat all around the tunnel, uh, and eventually Branch Rickey comes in, the uh, I believe the general, gen- either general manager or the president of the Dodgers organization. Um, and, and maybe saying that moment saved the movie, I mean, well, it is a sizzle serve, and I guess I have to, like, you know, stand my ground in that regard. Uh, <laughs> I can't really unsizzle the serve. Um, but th- there were, I felt I not emo- enough moments of sort of <sighs> reality. Like, I praised this movie earlier for um, doing some things here and there to represent or showcase the awful amounts of racism that he went through. Uh and yet, at the same time, it felt like this movie had a weird identity, and this movie wasn't sure whether or not to be, like, a happy-go-lucky sort of film, or, like, a very serious drama. And it dipped too much into both, um, that it was, that it's hard for me to look at it and say, um, it did this one thing really well. Like, no, it did these two things all right. Um, and I think that scene in the tunnel really helped this movie, um, as a, like a sort of performance, a showcase. Um, it's, it's, it's hard for me to look at other moments in the movie that have the same gravitas as that moment. Gravitas. Yes. Gravitas. And of course. I, 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 uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you there. And oh my gosh, that freaking breath work. That yeah. like that that body work that he did in that tunnel, unreal. I was like, oh, someone went to school for yeah. this. I was <laughs> like, he was really showing some. I, I, like, I'll, I'll say too, like I I enjoy the movie, and it's one of those movies that if I was watching cable television and I was just scrolling through channels, I'm like, oh, forty two is on. I'll put it on, right? Oh yeah. Um, I'm, I'm not opposed to the movie. I enjoy so the movie. We, we're at the first Transformers level already. Because that, that is how I define Transformers. That's a really low bar, though. Uh, that I, you I know, just which described. is why I'm trying to t- tell you that that's the low bar. Okay, saying. fair enough. Uh, to me, it's a high enough bar, right? Transformers is always on FX, and I'll always leave it on if I need it to be in the background. Interesting, because like if I'm going to watch a movie again, <laughs> that's 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 an uh, to me like a compliment, right? Um, oh, okay. Let, oh, it's rewatchability. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't seek out watching 42 again. Yeah. If somebody else wanted to be like, hey, let's watch 42, I'm like, okay, sure. Yeah. Um, but I would not suggest that movie. Um, and honestly, probably, uh, I haven't seen a Jackie Robinson documentary, but I'm sure they do a better job in sort of telling the story of combining the struggles that he went through and how much of a fantastic player he was yeah the, the i i've seen two purely okay. because my dad is is a sports fanatic yes um and both of them were made by awful documentarians um and they were they had very little emotion involved but um i mean you can't get over the fact that the story of jackie robinson is absolutely fucking insane yeah and such a beautiful and timeless story yeah, yeah, like that, 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 that never stops being true. Sorry, that of to, to to mention the documentaries. Thank yeah. you. Um, so after this break, we will keep discussing forty two. And welcome back to the R Tenders with Mac and Dan. So, um, what? Uh, I, before I get into my gold medal, okay. Um, before I, I I hop into that, I just wanted to tell you because we haven't really talked about it yet. Um. Congrats on moving on to the conference finals. Thank you. Uh, to explain what Mac is saying here, the uh, Miami Heat in the year of 2020, <laughs> in the bubble, uh, in the, in the NBA, yes, <laughs> in the year of our Lord, in the NBA bubble in Orlando, managed to uh, beat the first seed in the East, the Milwaukee Bucks, while the Miami Heat were the fifth seed. Um, and move on to the Eastern Conference Finals. It's uh, yeah. very exciting. Unreal. Uh, awesome. So happy for the heat. Uh, the heat is on. Uh, can you feel <laughs> the heat down in your soul? Uh, you know. Play, so, yeah, playoff Jimmy. Playoff Jimbo. Jimbo. There we go. Yeah, Bam yeah. Bam and, you know, Tyler here. You know, everybody. So I'm just happy about that. Unrelated, though. No, sorry. I, I, I wanted to get that on the table because it is extremely important. And I yes. hadn't talked to you about it yet. And look, I just, I, well, now we're, now I brought no, it. Go, 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 now we're discussing it, buddy. And the <laughs> thing is, the thing is, my friend, is that I knew that the Heat match up well against the Bucks, right? Next, yeah. The next round is is going to be tough. Um, depending. Depending. With that being said. It's probably going to be the Celtics. I hope not. Uh, go I ahead, though. that would be a great matchup for you guys, though. Oh, I think the Raptors, why are we doing this? I don't know. Okay, anyway, anyway, sorry. <laughs> Wow, we really derailed. No, it was only like a minute 30. It's fine. Okay, anyway. So. Thanks for tapping the uh, the desk. mic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, you're perfect. You're perfect. Uh, remind me again why we're doing this in person? Uh, because I wanted I I, I want to viscerally bother you. I don't want to like distantly bother you anymore. I want to bother you to the point of you like needing to scream. Perfect. And I can't do that unless I'm in person. Good. Oh, go ahead with your gold medal. I mean, whenever you're ready. You're you know. there. Oh, what if I just don't? What if I just don't? So for my gold medal. No, okay, okay, okay. Gold medal for me goes to the stunt team. Um, oh. The, I think that this stunt team did so much heavy lifting for this movie. For me. Um, about, uh, I, I, not about, I went through and I counted how much of the movie was... Uh, was on a baseball field. Uh huh. And how much? Like an, was... on an actual baseball field? Or yeah. What do you how, mean? 
Okay, not e- either practicing or playing the game. Right. Okay. Either practicing or playing the game of baseball. Okay. Um, and because the, the movie is two hours and eight minutes long. Yes. And the amount of time that they are on a baseball field, either practicing or playing, is thirty-eight minutes and thirty-one seconds. That is nothing. Really. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I find that impressive. I so okay. So the, for, the reason for a movie's sake, sure, yes. The re- and the, but the reason why I say that's nothing, right? Um, because it feels like more. It, well, it, it feels like more, and yet at the same time, I kind of wish that it was more. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd be more curious about like the story, more of the storytelling on the field, right? So like, I, I'm happy that we get a lot of the stuff off the field, and. If if somebody handed me a pair of scissors and was like, "Hey, cut part of this movie so we can put something else in there," I may have like hard times in that movie cutting parts, um, purely because like it all feels kind of important to the story. I'm not, sh- <laughs> I'm talking like a gas bag. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, how, like the movie does, like you said, those vignettes. Um, at the max capacity, the max sort of performance that it could have. Um, but maybe, maybe I would cut some of the uh, Branch Ricky scenes or like some of yeah. the scenes that just don't inherently involve Jackie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, because you're watching this movie for Jackie Robinson, right? Like, sure. you want to see his story. Yeah. And so, like, when, when we get more, like, info on somebody like Pee Wee Reese, I'm just like, okay, you know, I can... Like, for me, personally, as a viewer, I can live without that. Um, but that's 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 the big thing yeah. for me. I So I do wish that more of the storytelling could have been on the I agree. field. I totally agree. Um, and, and I specifically agree with that because I think that the best parts of the movie were the the stunts on the field. Mm-hmm. Were the, the, the making the baseball feel visceral and exciting yeah and 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 very very real um and and the shots that they got in those 38 minutes were spectacular were absolutely spectacular um and specifically it, it kind of leads me to one of the one of the points that i find most interesting when talking about any sports movie yeah. which is how much of the movie is spent playing the sport yeah um because whenever because 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 a while back we did, we we watched Remember the Titans and we talked about Remember yeah the Titans. that was our first episode if I'm not mistaken yeah and significantly less significantly less of the movie yeah. was football than this was baseball I think so in defense of that movie uh, I I think a, a big part of that movie has to do with the relationships with one another as a team yeah right um and so but, a lot of that does have to be off the field too. Um, yeah, but but I think that's the trouble that this movie goes through, is that this movie wants to be about the relationships that are off the field, but there isn't really much. Yeah. And this movie's about an individual. Exactly. It's not about relationships. It's not about a, like a, like a team effort or whatever. It's not yeah. like the team like rallies together and finally supports Jackie or whatever because they don't. Yeah. It's just Jackie. Or at least like, and also maybe. I don't know the exact history. Maybe the team did warm up to him more towards the end of his career, right? right. Um, but we don't. We only see the first season of him in the major leagues, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. We don't really get beyond that. Um, so so it's, uh, it's a shame. It's a, yeah. it's a shame. 
I'm, I'm, but I'm wondering because of that, because there's very little of this of this story that is about relationship, like Remember the Titans. I'm wondering if it would, it would have um, been served better by more of a like five act epic structure, where it was like it, it's more about like a hero going on like an odyssey of some sort, like um, a, a a journey story, if you will, as opposed to a story trying to tell um, a, a story about. An individual with relationships. Yeah. So, so um, I think that this story might have been trying to be too. Uh, to what? To what? You're almost there. I, I, you're yeah. There. You're I, there. I, I think. I think this. This. This story should have been more Don Quixote. Okay. This story should have been more single person goes on a journey by themselves. It should have been more like that. It. It. It should have been more like. Um, like. Odysseus in the Odyssey. You know what? I agree. I agree because um, as you were saying that, I was thinking about my favorite scene in the film that I discussed in the last segment. Uh, him, Jackie Robinson, yeah. in the tunnel. Yeah. And just destroying his bat. So good. Yeah. In that tunnel. Um, And that for a good minute is just like a one-man scene. Yeah. Right? And it's yeah. sort of like a monologue through through bodily movements and grunts yeah um and and the storytelling in that moment is at its peak Mm -hmm. um and and i still think branch ricky coming in um to finish the scene off and having a dialogue with him like that's it, it doesn't make the scene worse like it's still a fantastic scene like with that and i think that conversation helps keep that scene in your mind too um but i think you're absolutely right when it it should have been more focused on Jackie, uh, the individual and what he had to go through, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to like what these players were doing doing at this time, and and, and something something as simple as the um, the Phillies either I don't think it was the owner but probably the team president or the general manager talking uh, to Ben Chapman, uh, who was played by Alan Tudyk, uh-huh. uh, the super duper racist manager. Yeah. Uh, that kept doing unsportsmanlike conduct and yelling at Jackie. And so we could have been, perhaps, without that scene, maybe. Like, that scene does give a sort of spring pad to the scene between Ben Chapman and Jackie Robinson taking pictures, right? Um, but I- I'm more interested in the story for Jackie as opposed to the story of the league, Right, because I think a big thing is that the, the the movie markets to you that it's a story about Jackie, and it is right. Um, and it's and it's a huge story about his come up. No, not come up. that's definitely the wrong word. His come up. <laughs> oh my up, god! Not the come up. Oh my god! That was so funny. Oh, his comeuppets. Nah, damn, Jackie. You know, Rosa Parks and her comeuppets. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, sorry, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Huge mistake. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Bad slip. Huge Um, Jackman mistake. What? (laughs) What? I, God, what was I even saying? But I I wish the movie was more about Jackie as an individual as opposed to him changing the league, right? Yes. Because I think the effect... Of the movie, the movie wanted to show to you, hey, Jackie's changing the league, right? But I don't think that would have been lost if the movie was entirely just about Jackie, as opposed to yeah. being a movie about Jackie and the league totally that he agree. was in. Totally agree, and, and and I think that that comes down to um, make the 
make the conflict, make the central conflict a an inner conflict. Yeah. Like, don't worry about a like, single antagonist's type of story structure. Yeah. And have each of the villains, have each of the bad guys, have each of the things that he needs to conquer. Introduce them. Like, show the story of him conquering that, that villain. And then we don't have to see that person again. Just like Don Quixote, just like the the Odyssey, just like like all the classic epics. Yeah, um, and and sort of like tell a baseball like a sports story yeah. as an epic in a way. Yeah, yeah, mm. which which honestly would kind of have that 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 would have lended to I think a more complete Jackie Robinson story because the I think interesting so, yeah. part of his story, yeah, like we've been talking about, is not the relationships. It is like the the the. Uh, more of the like ethereal um like spiritual things that he must conquer in order to get where he is because mm-hmm. the, the most interesting parts of the entire film including what you're talking about had nothing to do with his relationship with anyone it was purely internal whenever he had to yeah make the decision okay am i going to fuck shit up or am i going to somehow find it in myself to uh you know, you know, like calm myself and be this perfect picture of yeah. grace. When when the movie focuses itself on the uh, external conflict uh, and then having it bubble into the internal conflict that he experienced, it's definitely when the movie it's at its high, yeah, uh, as opposed to its low, right? And so, like, you'll get those funny scenes right with um for example when jackie makes it a point that he's gonna like shower by himself by himself and one of the one of the other players uh the player was ralph bronca um goes over and was like hey why don't you take a shower with us and like it has that funny scene because he's not trying to be gay (laughs) (laughs) funny um it's fine um but something like that scene right where did we theoretically need that scene right it's it's i'm once again i'm more interested in the story of jackie robinson right like sometimes these other players are interesting but i'm not watching the the movie for them i think another bet i think honestly a better example is when the manager leo derocher is fired uh for a scandal right or at least he's put on leave uh and so they have to hire another uh, manager uh, Bert Schotten, if I'm right, if I have that name right. Um, and so, like, all those interactions, just stuff we just didn't really need. Yeah. You know, like, we didn't... Do did we necessarily need to have this whole arc for the character of, or the person of Leo DeRocher and then having a new manager take his place? Like, And yeah. it didn't feel like it served the story. Yeah. Uh, is my... Biggest issue with very, so much of this movie. Yeah, it was very. Yeah, it 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 really did not need to to happen like that. I totally agree with you. And like, especially when you watch, you want this movie to be good, right? You want this movie to be fantastic, oh, and oh. it had great moments in it. Yeah. You know, I I think like another great moment moment to really like sing praises about this movie is when the character of Pee Wee Reese, even though in real life he didn't say this. Uh, maybe tomorrow we'll we'll all wear forty two. Um, at the very yeah. end of the movie, and that's like such a beautiful moment. And then also when you get the reveal of his jersey having the number forty-two, like yeah. there was there was something magical about that because you know as an audience member, 
most of us would know the sort of impact that he had, right? Yeah. And most of us, or at least some of us, would know that in all of the MLB, um, the in Major League Baseball, the number forty-two was retired for every single team. Uh, so when a moment like, like a moment like that is beautiful, um, so so the moment the movie has great moments, yeah, um, but it gets lost in in the in between, yeah. And and kind of like what you're saying, it. Um, I think the biggest problem is that it's not just that they are, uh, like great moments together. They're great individual moments that stand alone. Like yeah. they have nothing to do with the rest of the story. Um, like for instance, the very end, like that ending, like montage type section, and um. Uh, where where it was where it had the Pee Wee quote and it yeah. like had the like the forty two and everything. Honestly, you could have shown me like five minutes of Jackie Robinson's real highlights followed by that montage and it would have been fine. Like yeah. that that would have been impactful. Similarly to the movie, yeah. um, because the last part was really cool. Chadwick Boseman was really pretty damn good. Yeah, and because the thing Robinson's is too is that this movie isn't about the team right the movie right, is about this person right. so when remember the titans at the very end of the film is like all these players went these ways right and all these individuals went these ways like that works because of how the movie is telling its story right but when this movie is trying to pass off not, not really pass off but actually it is pass off itself <laughs> as like a <laughs> journey that was a beginning middle and end i was like am i gonna jump plot. off the deep end you know what i am um this movie tries to pass off itself as a movie about one person, and it kind of cons you, and it's like, no, it's a movie about all these different kinds of people. It's like, I don't care about these kind yeah. of people. Like, I'm sure like, Ralph Bronco was a cool guy, yeah. but, like, I don't... But there's a reason we don't know any of these people, and yeah. I've never heard of any of their names. We've yeah, only I'm sure some... And I'm... Listen, I'm sure some baseball fanatics have heard some of these names. Like, it's as a throwaway line, right? When they're just... When um, the Dodgers organization are discussing which black player to bring on, they say the name Satchel Page, and immediately I'm like, I know that name. He's fantastic, right? Like, there, oh, there are some names that stuck, right? Um, but what was funny is that none of the names... On the Dodgers team stuck, mind you. Uh, I'm like I said, I'm not the biggest baseball fanatic. Um, but if if you're trying to, I guess, give this movie to the common person, right? To the Joe Schmo who doesn't know much about uh, baseball or sports, and it's just just wants to watch a movie, yeah. right? Um, I think the movie does itself a disservice. By not telling more of a Jackie Robinson story. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom. What, so, what's your gold medal? Well, my gold medal is um, is to Ben Chapman, the character Ben Chapman, the person Ben Chapman, played uh-huh. by Alan Tudyk, who yells uh, those awful things to Jackie Robinson yeah. right before the scene where he spat everyone in the tunnel. And 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 the reason why I give that. My gold medal is because of just how unsettling that performance is and how disgusting. And you hear all these things Ben Chapman is saying, and it's just awful. It's just awful. Yeah. And you never hope for somebody to be put in that situation, but there are still moments today that people are put in those situations, right? Yeah. Uh, and it's awful to see that happen, but I think I'm giving it the gold medal because of it leading itself to my favorite scene in the whole movie, 
Um, and I think it was like the really the only performance in the movie besides Chadwick Boseman's um, that I was like that was a damn good job in telling the story. Yeah. Right. And 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 sort of like not making it about that character either. Like yeah. where that character served his moment in the story was a perfect one. Um and it led to a beautiful and heart-wrenching moment. Um and, and so that that is why I have that individual as my gold medal even though uh that man should never get a gold medal in his life. I know he's dead now, but um but it's just just that's awful. That's a real person. Yeah, no, these are these are all real, real people. Stories. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. and and so Ben it became Ben Chapman's legacy essentially that yeah, he was the ben, guy who yeah. berated Jackie Robinson while he's on uh while he's at bat. Like that became his legacy. His legacy became a racist. Um and to that I say accurate. Um and ben. to the point kind of good because he yeah. he deserves that reputation. Um, and thank you for destroying my desk I in the middle of this conversation. To. I didn't mean to. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're right, though. That's but, insane. But that was the big thing, I, I, just how he served the story. Um, and he was one of the few characters that I... Here we go. He was one of the few characters in the film that actually gave jackie robinson something yeah right because because yes. you i mean you see you see characters like react to what he's doing yeah. right um but never sort of like interact with him but this one was so important because this man to his face was saying all these awful things yeah. um and yeah. so it's so it was really important and it's important in the sort of hero's journey that jackie robinson yeah. goes through um, so even though, like I said, he's awful, uh, I give him the gold medal. Yeah, and and I guess like at the, at the end of the day, the 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 hot take comes with: Would you rather have a Branch Ricky and all of the Dodgers, or five different progressive, like like getting progressively worse versions of Ben Chapman? Uh, I think I think there should have been more of a mix of oh. both because we I feel like we saw like too much of the team yeah. the team's reaction um like the catcher who wanted to leave yeah. um like i don't care really um because it's 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 one of those things that let's say we cut out the like once again if we cut out those scenes of the catcher i don't even remember his name of the catcher going up to branch ricky like hey i want to leave the team and then later on the movie hey i actually don't want to leave the team um, we could have just not had those scenes, and instead, the 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 sort of um, moment before the the sort of given circumstances, right, of him initially not wanting to play with Jackie, and then him later on uh, wanting to play with Jackie, could have just been acted out in the movie as opposed to just told to us. Right. Um. I like. I don't think I could write a better version of this movie. Right. But I so so much wish for a better version 
of yeah. this movie because this movie showed potential. Absolutely. Um, in in some of the performance, I can't say it for all of the performances, but for some of the performances, um, and it's such an important story that it's it's hard not to watch this movie and just shake your fists at it, but in a sort of disappointing way. It's like I want more. Yeah, give yeah. me more. I could I can very vividly imagine you standing up while watching the movie and shaking your fist at the screen. That's there. There is no work that I have to do to imagine that. Really fast question. Um, so supposedly, according to uh, Branch Rickey's either grandson or great grandson, uh, the original actor for Branch Rickey it was not Harrison Ford. He was, you know, the man in the movie. Um, instead, it was Robert Redford. And I just want a quick answer from you as your eyes just take up yeah. the entirety of your forehead. Um, what do you think that would have been a better performance? Yes or no? Yes. Do you? Hell yeah. A big. So big fucking time. Big time. I don't think Harrison Ford did a poor job, um, but I I heard that Robert Redford was uh, originally considered, and I thought to myself, I would have liked to watch that movie. Yeah. Um, There's there... Because Branch Rickey gets too much on-screen time for him to have this sort of performance. Totally agree. This is the thing. At the end of the day, Harrison Ford is a fine actor, and it's simply because he... Is he's a very messy actor, and he's always ha- he always has been. Yeah. But he has fun, and that's why you want Harrison Ford. Yeah. Is because he has a good ass time. Yeah. And you have, want to have a good ass time with. Harrison I enjoy Ford. the Indiana Jones films. Absolutely, Star Wars, and yeah, for for sure, for sure. And but, and I'm sure like his his dialect work in this movie was insanely accurate. Like I don't doubt the homework absolutely. that he put in. But right? th- that's the problem. Uh-huh. The problem is that he was. He doesn't know how to. He doesn't know the difference between a biographical performance and an impression. And he did an impression for mm. the entire time he was there. Should we call was, him up? Should we ask him? Like, hey, do you know the difference between an impression or a biographical performance? And I bet you'd say, yes, person? I do. And we'd say, no, you don't, you little bitch. And, and then, then he would tell us how much more money he's making than us. And, we, and he blacklisted like, us, probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, and our careers would. And we'd be left to only this podcast. So, what are we viewing next week? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well, um, next week we are viewing... Uh, so, we've, I've kind of been hinting at it. I've, I've, I've kind of been teasing the audience, if you will, yes. over the past uh, like a month and a half with uh, the whole Avatar talk. Because the only reason I made you watch all three seasons of Avatar is because I needed you to watch the sequel series because I think it's going to make for a splendid episode and that is The Legend of Korra. And I'm not going to say season one of Legend of Korra. I'm just going to say as much as you can get through of season uh, of, of Legend of Korra. That is a bold statement. And as a sort of tease, um, if you couldn't tell by the implication, Mac hates The Legend I of Korra. I think it is a flaming pile of garbaggio and i finished the first season today surprisingly before this podcast and uh i so far thoroughly enjoyed it um like i had a great time um but this isn't the time and perhaps another time we'll discuss uh the legend of cora mac thank you for joining me as usual thank you and thank you all